Okay, sleepy. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. The podcast. The Van Life Series. That's it, right? Van Life Stories, Van Life Series. What's new? <laughs> you know why? I actually, I figured out just now why I always call it Van Life Series. Because that's like the fo- the folder name that I have on my computer for all these episodes. So I probably need to change that. I think that 99% of humans' problems come from an organizational error at some point. You I know, know what you've been reading. What? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but hello, everyone. Welcome. I am Amy, and sitting next to me is the lovely Caleb. And Lovely. Lovely. Yeah, you're just lovely today. Thanks. You're welcome. We've got our coconut cold brew coffees. So cheers. It's a secret recipe. Yes. That's only I know. Mm-hmm. You really stepped off. Ugh. You really stepped up your coffee game in the van, I feel like. Like this coconut cold brew, like that was not a thing before van life. No, I don't I don't know what it's been. Um, but I've never considered myself a coffee snob, even though I worked at Starbucks for a little bit. What, do you consider me a coffee snob? Um, I don't, but I can see how, like... Why would people think people I'm a coffee snob? Go, no, go for it. Tell tell us. Tell um, them. Tell people. You only buy whole beans. You bring, like, your whole coffee maker and your bean grinder with you when you travel. When do I do that? We did it at the beach. Yes. Um, <laughs> that got was, you speechless. That got was you equally speechless. on you. But before we moved into the van, I didn't do that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, the AeroPress, sponsor us AeroPress, has really changed my life. If you don't know what it is, look it up. It's a very um, convenient, though maybe labor-intensive, depending on how you're used to getting your morning joe. Uh, but it's a great, great little coffee maker, um, portable uh, makes great coffee, technically presses like a shot of espresso, and then you add hot water to it. So it's like making Americanos on the road. Mm-hmm. And yes, I've always liked buying whole beans because they just have a, they retain a freshness. Coffee snob, a, coffee snob, there taste it is. taste <laughs> that you can't get from damn ground grounds that have just been sitting on the store shelf for who knows how long. You see, this is the snob part, <laughs> just hearing that, you know. Whatever, that was my only stipulation before moving into the van. And uh, it's still kind of my only stipulation, but it's been nice sharing the coffee experience with you. Yes. You know, it's always better sharing parts of life that you like with someone else. (laughs) You know, I think that's why people get married and, like, have relationships. And uh, I've been waiting a long time, 13 (laughs) years, for Amy to finally, you know, experience the, not just the taste and the caffeine kick, but the whole, you know, the whole realm of what coffee is wow and here you are yeah here, and I here am. we are and i've and that's made me expand my game even more to where we're at this coconut cold brew to mm-hmm. where the aeropress uh, can easily press cold brew too just mm-hmm. by using cold water pressing it through the coffee grounds stirring for a minute or more and then we top it off with some good old coconut water it makes it instead of adding water on top we use coconut water as a nice little sweet nutty flavor to the coffee uh, it's great. So you just shared your whole like secret. Now someone's gonna take it to Starbucks, and it's gonna be the next thing. <sighs> That's fine. I'm not one of the. I, I don't. 
it's not going to happen for me, you know, <laughs> nothing, it. nothing would have come of it if I didn't share it and it's meant to be shared. It was yeah. kind of like when I had the idea for the little phones on top, I mean the fans <laughs> on top of iPhones, that was my idea first. I'm just saying it, spitting it out. Yeah. All right. Where are we? Okay. What are we doing? So... <laughs> who are we? Are like, we who we say we are? This has been a crazy month. I feel like, like we, especially... I, especially, I guess, since we became South Dakota residents, I feel like that was which that was our last episode. I feel like we've just SDTs, been... as we're going to call it, South Dakota travelers. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to listener number four for that name. He said we should call ourselves SDTs, <laughs> not to be confused with S. I'll leave the rest up to you. What? <laughs> um, it feels like it's been crazy. We've had a decent amount of work. And by decent, I mean a lot. Um, and that's just kind of left us, you know, kind of moving around a lot, not really staying in a certain place for a while, which we tend to do and we like to do. Um, but it felt good. I felt ready for it, I think, because we had been, like, so stationary for the most part for a little bit. When, what time were we stationary? What time are you referencing here? And, like, you know, the end of August. There's, like, two okay. weeks where, like, we didn't have anywhere to be-ish. That's stationary now. And year two, if we can get two weeks where we don't have to move. Honestly, now, I'm kind of looking at it. I feel like one week is the thing. Yeah, I feel like that even sure, yeah. in August, I feel like we went somewhere that last weekend and came we back did. out. But we yeah. had somewhere, mm-hmm. like, we stayed pretty much the whole week up until one day, just left, came back, and then we're here a whole another week. Yeah. But year one, when all of our all of our work was canceled, we would sit in the same spot for months yeah yeah <laughs> pondering what life will be <laughs> when what are we doing <laughs> the infrastructure collapses yeah but it's been kind of crazy just with work and traveling and staying in different spots you know most weeks staying in like maybe five to six different spots every week um and, and I feel what they're taking out taking it out of us yeah i was gonna ago. say i feel really proud of us because i do think a year ago like that would have just, I mean, it is still exhausting and tiring, but like back then it was even, it just had a whole nother layer to it as well. It was a lot more tiring and unsettling. Yeah. I don't, I mean, like, what is it? What has made it easier now? Is easier the right term? Does it feel easier or does more it just feel like, more, yeah, are we more comfortable doing it? I think, I mean, I think it's a couple things. I think it's a huge testament to how us as humans, like how, we are able to adapt how, so yeah, well. How adaptable we are. Yeah. Like, I think we don't give ourselves enough credit because, and I've even said this about myself, like, oh, I'm not that adaptable. I don't really like change. Like, I've said all these things for years about myself. And while there might be some truth in them sometimes. You also <clears throat> still are adaptable. Yes. Yes. And I think we are just way more adaptable than we give ourselves credit for. And I think we've just seen an example of that. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think anyone is not adaptable. No. I just think... The spectrum of adaptability is wide ranging, but you're still, but everyone, I think every living species, honestly, is on the scale of adaptability. You just adapt at different paces. I mean, that's, that's life. That's, we've all been adapting since the formation of the earth, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a big piece of it. And then I also think too, just like a year ago, there was still so much that was so new, like not only moving around and finding places to park and like learning how to feel settled in those spots, but also just like the whole lifestyle, like getting food, getting water and knowing when we can do that and where we can do that. And 
Um, I don't, it was just a lot of new and a lot of things to adapt to all at once. And so I think that's one reason why now it might seem a little easier, like we adapt quicker, um, just because we don't have that whole weight of everything being so new also. We're not trying to adapt to all these other things as well. Yeah, we have adapted Yeah, already to those things. But so, still, it, yeah, yeah, to those things, yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, if we go back and listen to several podcasts from last year, we're like, oh my God, that last few weeks was crazy. And then we're like, we've stayed in like six different spots the last seven nights, yeah. which is true. I mean, yeah. it was true then. And it would take us, take it out of us, like not being able to even like find some kind of grounding for mm-hmm. a week or half a week, which is, I think why people want homes, you know, mm-hmm. they want to be able to come back to the same spot that's set up in the same way and sit on the same couch and mm-hmm. like chill where it's like, Oh, we got to find another spot again tonight, or we got to travel mm-hmm. for a few hours, do something, travel for a few hours and then find another spot where we can squeeze in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So but, yeah, it's it's been different. Um, I feel like this time we've been u- this year we've been utilizing a lot of like the travel stops. That's what exactly what I was going to get <laughs> really? to actually. So even though we felt a little more settled, I feel like with these crazy last couple of weeks of always moving, um, we did still try something new that we had never done before. Do you know what that is? Uh no. We took a shower at a travel stop. Oh, yes. <laughs> like a truck stop. Well, yes. I think it was, I feel like we got that question a lot the first year, like when people were just trying to get, like, what is it? What does it look like living in the van? Yeah. Like, are you staying at travel stops? Like, I think pe- all people have encountered truck stops and travel stops, so they mm-hmm. know that it's an option for certain types of travelers. It's like, do we utilize those? And we hadn't up until this past month, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Um, and But we needed them, and they have yeah. come in handy. Well, we I guess the first time we utilized them was when we were driving out to California. And yes, they do really come in handy. Like, if you're driving long distances, and you're just like, if you're trying to get from A to B, and it's going to take you three nights, like, yes, everywhere along the way, you want to be driving all day, sleep at night. You just want somewhere to sleep. Like, they are great yes. for that. And it's great because we have a spot to sleep. It's the van. <laughs> but we also need a spot for the van. Yes. Yes. So where do we go? Loves. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsor us Loves. That's the only one we've stayed at so far. Um, but it's, Oh, I've always been a Loves guy. You, you know have. that, though. Yes. I've, even before we moved out to Colorado when mm-hmm. van life was just not the, the inception, the idea inception was not even there yet. I was a loves guy. You were a loves guy. Why? Love what drew me some love? What drew you to it? You know, well, I you accused me of falsely remembering this recently when we were in Florida, but it is uh, false. one of the main reasons is um, they're very clean and they have a lot of good options in terms of like road beverages and snacks even for healthier eaters. Like mm-hmm. typically I know I can find a coconut water at a loves. Mm-hmm. Typically it hasn't been the case recently. But, uh, I could back in the day. But then one time we were back in when we lived in Nashville, we were leaving a vacation in Florida and going up to we had to be back in Tennessee that night to be at the rehearsal dinner for a wedding. And uh, we left in plenty of time. Mm-hmm. But uh, we pulled over for gas at a spot, which I thought was a loves. Amy says it's a flying J. Yeah. And... I still think it's the loves. And anyways, uh, the car would not come back on. And it turned out we were in the middle of nowhere, like Alabama. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I had no idea what to do. Like, we were probably 30 minutes to the next, the closest, like, town, mm-hmm. tiny town. 
But luckily, and I think a lot of truck stops like that have it, but Loves especially has a mechanic on duty, like mm-hmm. 24-7. So um, the guy was super nice, looked at our car, ended up like taking me 30 minutes out of his way to the nearest town to buy a new battery, and then came and installed it for us. And we made it to the rehearsal dinner of that wedding just in time. Yeah, yeah. And so from then on out, I'm like, why would I not stop at Loves? One, they're everywhere. Because it was a flying J. <laughs> that is why I would not stop at Loves, because it was a flying J. They are. They are. No, they're great. They're super clean. Um, so we definitely utilized, we've been utilizing Loves with our travel for work. We have been having um, to travel for work a little bit more. and We've been having to travel for work? Yes. Have we been traveling for work? Am I saying that? Like, way too much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just been really convenient. It's been really nice. And for the first time, we took a shower in a loves. And I feel like we both felt like brand new people when we came out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we lived back in our house in Denver, I should have been showering at loves more. They have nice showers. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying it was nicer than our shower. It was. It's been nicer than many of our showers over the years. <laughs> yeah. I think back to my college days. I'm like, I haven't had a shower that nice in a long time. Since like your parents' house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get you almost get a private cell to yourself with yes. a toilet and a, a, sink. a little room and a sink and then a very nice shower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is it is thirteen bucks, but no time limit. Yeah, take so advantage of it. I was in there for seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really nice and definitely something I think we'll be utilize again at some point. Maybe. I mean, it felt like we don't want to be staying at Love's. Like, when we can avoid it, we'll, well like, yeah. plan the travel, uh, like, the day of to avoid it. To at least, if there's a spot close to where we can, like, drive half an hour and park in the wilderness, I think that would be the case. Yes. But especially over the last month, we've been having to, like, travel two hours and then, like, work an eight to ten hour day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, that means we're getting back into the van to, like, you know, be free at, like at dark 10 p.m yeah yeah and if we wanted to go and stay in an area uh like you know we are now out Mm -hmm. in the wilderness it would be another hour or two hours of driving in the dark which we don't like so we've kind of utilized where um like yeah we're not going to loves and like parking there all day and setting up and stuff (laughs) no No, we pretty much pull in at dark utilize the resources we need that they Mm -hmm. have and then the next morning we're typically out by i would say 8 30 a.m at the latest yeah mountain time yeah for all you <laughs> East Coasters. Yeah, Start it's definitely, it's just, it's just a spot to park. But it feels good to know you have some anemones there too, yes. you know? They have laundry too. Haven't done laundry there. But uh, you can also, also always go in at night and get some beer. <laughs> yes. Not as convenient as like where we are now <laughs> in the forest. If I want beer, we have to drive 30 minutes in town. I can't just walk inside Yeah. and get one. So this season right now has just felt a lot like, I don't, like we were traveling a lot for work and. <laughs> have we, yes, we we are. This season we has have felt, been traveling a lot. It for has work. felt a lot like working, driving, moving, but it's been really good. It's I mean it's felt it's been really balanced. Good. I don't know if that's because we had so much of last year where we had periods of time where we weren't moving yeah. or working yeah. or and didn't know if those were going to be the case in the future. Yeah. So like over the last month and a half, where it feels like there's been a ton of work and a ton of like having to like move in between jobs and like settle in new spots and just kind of like get by for a few nights mm-hmm. while we're like working. I know that it's not always like this. Like yeah. when we have the times where we can just like 
spread out and like live those balance out these times of like okay we have four days where we have to travel like back and forth two hours each day stay at the loves every night Mm -hmm. stay behind someone's house in a parking lot and then like we can get back out to where we are yeah it feels it feels well balanced if this was the case like month in a month out it would be very hard we'd get burned out i think we would get burned out and i don't think we would enjoy the benefits of living in the van yeah yeah it would just be like, I mean, like when we're working and traveling all day and staying at Love's, like, it's probably the, you know, the bottom rung on the ladder of van life, <laughs> you know, not very glamorous, but it works. It and does work. Made it work. Yeah, it does but work. those little parts balance out with the very glamorous parts. Yeah. Yeah. And it's felt balanced as of right now. Yeah. Talk to us tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got some questions from Instagram. Some Q&As. Yeah, I do have some Q&As from Instagram. Cool. 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 Which you have not previewed, so this should be fun. (laughs) So let's just jump right into those, I guess. Okay. This is a good one. I like this one. Do y'all plan to go up into Canada and do do some camping or hiking? Amy? (laughs) You want me to take this one? (laughs) Um, We can both take it, but you answer first. Okay. Canada would be awesome. As of right now, we do not have any plans to go up there. I don't not, not plan to go to Canada. Um, I wouldn't want to go until next year. I think Canada's out for me just because it's going to be so cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our our the the world is starting to shrink a little bit in terms of where mm-hmm. we can go right now. Like we're already starting to feel it. God, I mean, it got down to thirty seven last night mm-hmm. where we're at. I mean, it feels great right now. Yeah, um, we're in that season of Colorado where it has all four seasons in one day. Yes. Yeah, so this is what fall in Colorado is like. Um, it's winter when you wake up. So it's winter from when you wake up to probably about 10 a.m. Then 10 a.m. to like maybe 1 p.m. It feels like spring. Yep. 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. It feels like summer. It's very, you can get very sunburned. <laughs> yes. Direct sun. It feels like it's 80. Yes. And then, uh, what time to say? I don't know. Right 4 when the sun starts setting. On, 5 p.m. on, it starts to feel like fall. Yeah. And then, obviously, just the deeper into the night you get, the, you go back to winter. <laughs> yes. But, like, the outfits I have worn today, like, it is 4.48 p.m. <laughs> I started this morning, of course, in, like, leggings and a jacket and socks with my chacos, like, cold. Socks and, then... and chacos. If you see someone in socks and chacos, I bet they live on the road. Yes. Just, it's like, tell someone you live in a van without, without. telling someone you live in a van. Yes. Socks so and like, <laughs> that's what I wore waking up. And then once it kind of started getting warmer, I did a workout, but it was still, you know, I mean, it was like spring, so it was still a little chilly. So I had like yoga pants on. I normally work out in shorts, but I had yoga pants on. Then once the summer era started hitting, I went all the way down <laughs> the to, summer era. to my short overalls. Um, so like spaghetti strap overalls and their shorts. And now it's starting to get a little chillier because it's 448. So now I've got like my cardigan on and I'm just going to keep adding clothes. I feel like that's what's going to happen. It's 448, first of all. <laughs> yeah. And then second of all, thank you for taking us through your wardrobe today, Amy. <laughs> yes. No, that's actually probably pretty interesting. It's crazy. Uh, like how many outfits we need to come ready for. This is, this is a, like, it's a confusing time. I'm starting to get the, um, like just, yeah, maybe we're back to the adaptability, like, I know we're starting to hit a new season of van life. We've just come yeah. off like the last three months being, uh, you know, pretty much all summer. Mm-hmm. Like we can handle that. Now it's like, okay, we're having the, you know, I'm having a debate whether I want to wake up early and like turn the heater on for when we yeah. wake up 
when our alarms go off uh, so that it's kind of warm or it's like to keep everyone cold because Jet's sleeping on the floor and it gets chilly. And well, I'm like, and... now we're starting, it's like, oh, damn it. Here we are again. We're starting to get back into winter is coming well, is you, what I'm getting to. You mentioned to like our world starts shrinking when it gets colder because we like to chase the warmth. We are not the type of van lifers who like to follow snow and do all that. <laughs> we just don't. So no. yes, as it starts to get closer and closer to winter, like our... Um, map starts to just shrink in our minds of where we want to go. And we actually have to start checking the weather and like things like that, which we haven't had to do over the last. It feels kind of like if you've ever played a game of Fortnite, where slowly, Amy, you've played Fortnite, yeah, right, yeah. Yes. Well, you know, slowly the map starts shrinking, yes, into forcing everyone into the, in the same, same little mm -hmm. area, and that is kind of like I envision the U.S. right now. The map is doing that. It is slowly like shrinking in on us, where it's yeah. like. Oh man, in a month, in a month and a half, we better not still be in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do not want to be here. It's already getting down to 37. Uh, end of September, aspens are beautiful mm -hmm. and the days are still nice. Mm -hmm. But it's great right now. I'm, I'm good right now. Yeah, no, it's going to be, this is probably going to, I feel like one that's going to be the one of the busiest weekends camping. Yeah. Okay, so to answer the question, Canada would be awesome. I would love to. We don't have any plans right now. And the earliest we potentially would would be i think next summer so yeah a <laughs> lot of van life right now like if we want to go somewhere like that mm -hmm. we you know we can only we have every half year to do it every summer season essentially yeah. it's like because uh, another one we've talked about this several times like a dream would be to go up to alaska which we'd have to drive through canada we mm -hmm. could just make that a stint go through yeah. like travel through canada for a month and then spend like three months in alaska but um, with how, like, yeah, how we kind of live and we don't live in the snow and we don't like living in the snow. It's like, okay, well, if you don't make Alaska this summer, it's like, okay, we all have to wait till at least next May, probably mm -hmm. June, if we want to try it again. And if that doesn't work out for one reason or another, well, then we got to push it back another whole year. It's like, mm -hmm. we can't just any 12 month of the year go to certain areas. We I guess choose, we can. We choose not we to. We choose not to. <laughs> Because it's miserable. I don't know how people do it. <laughs> you would have to have a hookup to like consistent power. Yes. And like very well insulated, heated vessel. Yeah. Yeah. But Canada would be cool. I'd love to go work for Paul Stamets for like a summer. Oh, hell yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. I know you've said that a lot. He's I in have. Canada, right? Like British I Columbia. Think he's in I thought it was Washington, but he's up there. Oh, up okay. there in the northwest. Okay. Where do you want to go that you haven't been yet? Well, I'm going to take Alaska off because I just mentioned <laughs> yeah. that. And yeah. Canada, since we were just talking about yeah. that. Um, I think reasonably, mm -hmm. either... I kind of have a few answers. The first one that popped to mind, I'll go with that, is Florida. Ah, yeah. yeah. Not because of the Floridians... Not not because of them. No, but we've always talked about doing van life on like a tropical coast. We haven't done that yet. Yes. And there's a lot of people who uh, like vacation in Florida, like our car mechanic in BV. Shout out to Ron's <laughs> Diesel Dog. Uh, but he takes his fifth wheel down and can park it right on the beach in certain mm -hmm. beaches in Florida. And like he opens his door to, to his travel trailer and he's on the florida coast and i think that would be a really uh, cool experience and i would love to make that happen and I know we've talked about it a lot um but haven't made it happen yet it does seem very doable because once again florida florida would be the opposite it'd be a spot we don't want to go in the summer but definitely a place we right. want to go in the winter that's so that's a tricky one yeah we don't want to be going there when yeah. it's sweltering hot we yeah. would be melting yeah 
But yeah, that one's always, we're always tossing that idea around. That one's always really on our radar. I do believe that it's going to happen um, at some point. Um, I would say that was what I thought, but I'll say another one. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> but I'll say another one that I really want to go to is I want to go to the Big Sur area a lot. We have not, neither of us have been there in the you, van or outside of the van, obviously. Would you consider us going to California even in the van? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Like, we drove there in the van. Yeah. But we did not have the van for the... We weren't, like, living in the van in California. We did in Joshua Tree. Okay. We yeah. had very small windows. Yeah. I don't... I feel like I've been to Joshua Tree for three nights, and then we were in the Inyo Forest for, like, two nights. Yeah. Yeah. But Big Sur is just an area I've always wanted to see, so... Yeah. That, that would probably be No, mine. that was a good one. My other, my other answers, can I insert them mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. now, was uh, the PNW, which we were supposed to go to mm-hmm. end of the summer, but like Washington, Oregon, and then, yeah, I was going to say Northern California grouped in there. Yeah. Or even yeah. Southern Cal, you know, yeah. when I was thinking about beaches. But I know we both tossed around Florida. We've been to Florida yeah. a lot growing up. So to go back there and kind of like live on those beaches, those beaches are really pretty. And it's different being on like so the, in the Gulf or like on the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, Pacific is a different, beach. different vibe. Different vibe. And it's so, be- it is it's beautiful in its own way, but it's just we gotta drive across the damn <laughs> U.S. to get to Florida. It's so it's far, far away from anywhere else we want to be. It is far. Um, Florida, come closer. Is it hard being vegan while living on the road? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, veganism, people who are even claiming themselves vegans, we all eat completely differently. Yeah. I think that's what I'm learning. Um, so you kind of got to find, I think there would be some people who eat vegan who would like struggle immensely. I, I don't know if it's us adapting over the course of time well, you know, on the scale of adaptability. But mm-hmm. like I tell people now, because we, people ask us that when we like see them, mm-hmm. like is a hard eating vegan in the van? And I'm like, well, one, we only have a certain amount of space to store cold food. Um, so, like, we pretty much eat the same meals, like, day in and day out. Breakfast is the same. Lunch is the same. Dinner is the same. Our snacks are the same, like, between me and you, like, every single day. And we Dinner, have we've down. started mixing up a little bit. Yeah, every now and then we'll, like, we'll kind of, like, add in a second option mm-hmm. for dinner and then, like, rotate them a little mm-hmm. bit. And then, like, maybe one will, like, fall out and we'll add in another second mm-hmm. option. But... There's really only, like, five different meals we mm-hmm. eat, if yeah. that. Um, and, like, we, we've we stayed consistent to that since we moved into the van. Yeah. It helps with shopping, helps with space, and just helps with, like, we always know what we're going to eat. We don't have to think about it a whole yeah. lot. And we've, like, we have stuff that's, like, easy to cook. We feel very full and satisfied on. Um, so, but I, I just think that that's not going to be the case with everyone. Yeah, I think it can be a very intimidating thing to think about if you're moving into a van or living on the road. Like, I think for a lot of people that transition seems really challenging because everything's uh-huh. different. Like, like you mentioned, the storage, like our refrigerator size, so much smaller than what we were and used we to. And we pack it. We pack the shit out of it. We do. <laughs> uh, we don't have a freezer anymore. Um, our space to store dry food is limited we're limited on supplies like pots and pans and strainers and everything um and i think to a lot of people that can just feel really intimidating and i understand it can feel like limiting and like claustrophobic yeah and so i just feel like you know if we were to like sell the van to some people who were vegan to like do to like replace us Mm -hmm. in this life (laughs) they would just have to find their own way like i don't think 
they could do what we're doing. I don't think we could probably do what they ended up mm-hmm. doing. It's mm-hmm. it's just very different. Yeah. It has been helpful that a lot of the spots we like, the towns we really like, probably have at least one or two good vegan options. You mean like restaurants? Restaurants. Oh, yeah. 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 Restaurants. Yeah. 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 Wasn't I the mean, case 10 years ago. No. I think, answering that question, I think it's what you make it. Like, I definitely think there can and could be challenges. But for some reason, we were able to adapt pretty quickly. And I feel like the things that we were making before we moved into the van anyways that we would normally eat, they were pretty easy to transition to the van. There weren't many things. Yeah. I mean, there were obvious ones. Like, we loved making pizza at home, but, like, obviously we don't have an oven in the van. Pizza and pancakes are the things we're missing out on. There were things like that that we knew when we moved in the van. We're like, okay, pizza can't work because we don't have an oven. Pancakes can't work because we would make our own batter and we weren't going to bring our blender. So, like, we just knew those things going in, but everything else kind of transitioned pretty easily. Yeah. We just, you just find what works. And I feel like we found what works and then you kind of got to, kind of got to just stick with it. Yeah. And so we very much stuck with it. So that's why I tell people, I'm like, we eat the same thing every day. Yeah. Every meal, every day. And honestly, I don't get sick of it. It's so good. Okay. It's really good. Props to us. Here's another one. Okay. We have two more. What books are you reading? What's next on the list? This is a great question because we just went on a big book haul. We hit up um, Tattered Cover in Denver. Book binge. Yeah, book binge. We hit up Tattered Cover in Denver. And yeah, we did a little book shopping spree. A little. So we've got we've got some good options to look forward to. We bought nine new books. We bought nine new books. And... So I have started, I guess I've started two, technically. Yes, I have. (laughs) I know. So this question is a little loaded for me. Typically, I like to be reading one nonfiction book and one fiction book at the same time. Like, that's typically what I'll do. So I was reading Be Love Now by Ram Dass and A Feast for Crows, the fourth Game of Thrones (laughs) book. Or third. Wait, fourth. The fourth Game of Thrones book. A difference right there. Yes. In books. So I've been reading those. Feast for Crows is moving a little slow. Um, I haven't picked it up in a while. And then Be Love Now, I was pretty much at the end. Um, the last few parts of that book are just kind of informational. So I felt yeah, ready. Don't, we don't want information, right? <laughs> we don't want information in our books. Screw I that. I felt ready to move on. <laughs> oh, there's too much information at the end of this book. I'll just skip it. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know you are. <laughs> um. So, um, I started reading a book called Karma by Sadhguru and Life on the Grocery Line by Adam Cat. Yes. So, those are my two books right now that I've read, started reading most recently. Well, and then to give you some background on the second one, Life on the Grocery mm-hmm. Line is uh, a guy I used to work with at Whole Foods in Denver. He was hired right before the pandemic as a cashier. And uh, ended up, like, starting a blog. Like, the pandemic hit literally, like, within the first month he was working there. So he was, like, still kind of training, learning the ropes of that job, that position, working in something like that. And all of a sudden, he becomes an essential worker, a hero, Mm -hmm. quote-unquote, of the essential workers. And, like, he just started – he was a writer, so he started, like, blogging about it. He started, like, a blog um, and started gaining some traction. And that kind of turned into – uh, a novel, uh, like a fictionalized version of his experience of working at said grocery store during the pandemic. 
Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'm kind of interested to read it. It just, he, it's within a year and a half, he got a book published on yeah. this topic. So, yeah, called Life on the Grocery Line by Adam Kett. I think you can find it on Amazon if you want to read it. And there may or may not be a character with dreads. May or may not. And you may don't know you haven't not. read it. I have not read it yet. But those are the two that But may I... or may not be influenced by another real-life character with dreads who worked <laughs> alongside said author. <laughs> At said grocery store during what? said pandemic. What are you reading? I'm done with this. What are you reading? <laughs> I was going to keep going with that. Um, currently, I'm reading The Story of B by David Quinn. Daniel. Daniel Quinn. God wow. Wow. David Daniel Quinn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're one of your quote unquote favorite authors, I would say. Yeah. Daniel Quinn, Story of B. Go read it. It might be the most important book I've ever read or ever will read. That's one you read frequently. Yeah, this probably has to, it has to be like my ninth or tenth time to read this over the last decade. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, is what my guess would be. Um, and so, yeah, I'm almost done with that one. I kind of actually finished up the main story this morning. Oh, is there just some information yeah, at the Yeah, there's end? like <laughs> 70 pages of just information at the end that no one wants to read that. So, yeah, you know, he wrote 300 pages, but I'm just going to stop at page 230 because the rest <laughs> is just information. And no one wants that in their books. So I'm done with that. Done with David Quinn. Okay, no, well, do you know what you're going to read next? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to read. We, yeah, we bought nine books. Um, a lot of them were, like, recommendations we've asked for. Mm-hmm. I really liked – I posed the question, like, if you only had to read one book for the rest of your life, what would it be? And that was spurred because I had started reading The Story of B again, which is that would actually be my choice. If I had to read one book for the rest of my life, I would choose The Story of B, I think, because I have been reading it. <laughs> Yeah. As long as it's been in my life, I've been reading it over and over and over again. I would choose the Stonehill series. Or Stonehill. Just Stonehill. It's not in existence anymore. <laughs> it never was. It never will be. But uh, that being said, we bought a lot of the books we got at Tattered Cover were people's answers to that question. And they seemed like really good, intri- <clears throat> intriguing books. Wow. Excuse me. That was a Rick burp. <laughs> um so I don't know. I really want to read the one you're reading, Karma mm-hmm. by Sadhguru. His other one, Inner Engineering, has been a longtime fave of ours. Mm-hmm. We need to do a uh, Untitled Reads on it, I think, yeah. at some point. Um, yeah, we've been reading that one for years, which is another. It would be in competition for the story of B. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I'm interested in reading this other one, especially because Tom Brady uh, a- approved of it. Yes, he gives it high praise. No, I'm just kidding. That makes me not want to read it. <laughs> Whatever. It's Sadhguru. Um Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. Maybe Life on the Grocery Line. It is kind of short. It seems like an easy read. Yeah. So that might be like physically the next one I read next. But uh, I, I think I'm need some time after the story of B to maybe like settle. A let little it bit. marinate. Yeah, let it marinate. Cool. Like a porcini mushroom we just picked out of the ground and All right, last question. and sauteed. Last question. Yeah. What is inspiring you right now? I can answer if you want. Yeah, you go. Okay. You go, for, you go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ladies, first. Can you pose the question to me, please? Amy, what is inspiring you right now? Books. Books. <laughs> this kind of piggybacks off of that question, but seriously, ever since we went to Tattered Covered, I have felt really inspired just to, like, start new books and 
go from there, like inspired to like, I don't, I don't know how that, I don't know how to put into words how that inspires me, but just something about having a new book or two to read. And then ones also after that, that you're really excited about, it just feels inspiring. You just have this like exciting, new, fresh energy within yourself. So that's definitely one thing. And then honestly, this one, I'm kind of surprised. I'm actually feeling inspired by the changing of seasons. I'm feeling inspired by the changing into fall, which is odd for me because I love summer. Hey, if you haven't learned by now, we hate cold. (laughs) (laughs) Summer is like, I just love being able to wake up and it's warm and it's just warm all day and it's warm. I don't know. And you only have two outfit options. It's either like... A swimsuit or you're naked. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I love summer. I love the sun. I love warmth. Um, But for some reason, like the changing of these aspen leaves to this beautiful golden yellow and then kind of the like chill that starts to come in in the evening and like we can get all cozy in the van. Like, I don't know. It feels I think just seeing the earth around me change is inspiring some sort of like change within me or just it's making me connect to myself more in a way. Yeah, it's been cool. I feel like this year we really have kind of seen and felt fall come upon us mm-hmm. since we've been in Colorado, like for the majority of the end of the summer and beginning mm-hmm. of the fall, even though like we've traveled in and out the last month. Um, we've like last year we were in Utah. We would pretty do much. Moab and then come. So it's like we kind of like skipped fall. Because there's not really fall in Moab. Yeah, there's not really yeah. fall in the desert. There's really only spring. Yeah. And then summer and winter. Yeah. Fall is fall is a weird season in the desert. Nothing really it doesn't changes. Exist. Yeah, it like doesn't exist. Deserts yeah. only have like three seasons. Yeah. So and then we like came back for a really short stint, saw the aspens and left. But this mm-hmm. year we've been able to like see them change like before our eyes. And see more of them start yes. to change. And yeah. like every time we you know, we'll be here for a few days, we'll leave for like one or two nights and come back and it's like more have changed. It's mm-hmm. like more and that has been really cool. Yeah. Um, but I also know what's coming next. <laughs> It's not here yet. It's not here yet. It can happen in the blink of an eye. Uh, I like what you said about books. I definitely reiterate that. I think this year for us has been kind of like more getting a rhythm in the van. I felt more open. Like I've had more mental capacity to do stuff during my free time. Like Mm -hmm. take on other stories since we've had, you know, we're in a rhythm and we have adapted more. It's like, okay, back in the day we travel for a few nights and I would just want to just lay in bed or just like mindlessly play video games or mm-hmm. just something and and this year has brought a lot more like oh i have like a little more mental energy to like take on some new stories so i'm looking forward to yeah all of the books especially for gearing up for winter i feel like we're ready to hibernate <laughs> and read through all these books um what else has been inspiring me um music I think we went to Red Rocks this week, and I think seeing a live show really just, yeah, I've been feeling those good vibes. And not just like, oh, I can't wait to go to another show, being like, oh, I want to participate in the music community by playing and writing and whatever that comes about. Yeah. Whatever comes about of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just kind of like want to get a deeper dive into some music. I like that a lot. So, yeah. That's cool. Life, and I think I, I don't think I knew that was missing. Like I thought that was already kind of there. Um, like I might have said that like a month ago. If you asked me the same question, I'm like music inspires me. Like I want to write and play. But now after having seen our first live show for the first time in like almost two years, that really, that really like you know lit a fire. You lit a fire, yeah. Mm-hmm. That lit a fire. Seeing it live, experiencing it, hearing it, and, yeah. And I was like, oh man. <laughs> 
Music. Yeah, Santiago got to go to his first Red Rock show, which was really cool and really fun and definitely something I cannot wait to continue to do more of. Yeah, I would have thought there would have been like plenty of those. We already had them scheduled, actually, when yeah, we, we bought the van. We had Red Rock shows. Mm-hmm. Obviously, COVID happened and shut those down. Mm-hmm. But like even when we bought the van, uh, Travi, the previous owner and builder, told us, he was like, it's a great van to take to Red Rocks. Yeah. He's like, you and all your friends can like tailgate on the roof mm-hmm. in the parking lots. And like we were like, yes, we love going to Red Rocks. We love going to shows. We're for sure going to do that. Hasn't happened for like a year and a half until yeah. this past week. And we were able to do that. Yeah. And it was super cool. Yeah. It was a long-awaited experience we'd been wanting to have with the van. And definitely something I think you and I both had dreamed and imagined like from the moment he said that, yeah, <laughs> which was in January 2020. Well, we already um, had like Red Rock shows lined yeah, up. We, we had already like dreamed of like taking the band to Bonnaroo, which still is yet mm-hmm. to happen. When that mm-hmm. one happens, damn, that's gonna. But wow. yeah, taking them to Red Rocks <laughs> was really cool because we got to chill on the roof with our friend, have dinner, have beers, mm-hmm. like, and just hang out until we wanted to go into the show. Yeah, it was very cool. I'm excited for And for all those wondering, we did get an Airbnb in Denver, and that's where our dogs were staying. Yes. They were not in the van. Yeah, even though they totally could have been. They totally could have been. And there there was plenty of people in vans around us, and they all had dogs who were at the show. Yeah. So, it's possible. No, they totally could have been. But yeah, we didn't mention that. We did get an Airbnb for a few nights this week in Denver, um, just because we had a busy weekend with work. We knew we had that show. The dogs needed their annual vet appointment. Like, they were just random. It just felt like time. It felt like time, and there were, like, things that we needed to be in Denver for and take care of. So it just, you know, we went went with it, and it was great. I still think it's the best tip we've gotten in van life is, like, pace ourselves. If we don't, like, if we we feel it, whether monthly, bi-monthly, like, take a few days off, air Mm -hmm. quotes, Mm -hmm. from life it feels Mm -hmm. weird to me like take a few days off from life but everyone needs like a vacation and like staying getting a spot for a few nights that has running water and electricity and a Mm -hmm. tv and a couch and access to like the city Mm -hmm. even though like it's not somewhere we like live or like want to be as much anymore um it feels like a very good balance it balances it out out, it paces it out when we get back out here where i like i like i can see it with new eyes even though we were only here less than a week ago and yeah. like, i feel like we're both immediately like i want to go hiking i want to yeah. go be out in nature yeah. like open all the doors it's amazing yeah. even it just feels like refreshed and recentered yeah. um and i feel clean we did laundry yeah. i feel i'm feeling great Got my i mean ears i feel like pierced. it's like some people like <laughs> who have a good, really good nourishing weekend you know like you have a busy weekend yes. with work or whatever but then you have like a really good nourishing weekend and you just feel like ref re-energized like and ready, ready to, to go. go on yeah. monday morning 6 a.m yeah. alarm clock let's go that's Aero why today press that coffee that's why today's felt like a monday but it's a friday because this is our first yeah, day back shit. <sighs> but that's it that was the last question that's it yeah okay that's a pretty good one yeah thank you so much for listening and for tuning in to this episode of the van life stories if you have any more questions about how shit happens around the van or doesn't happen or doesn't happen feel free to ask yes we'll answer anytime we're pretty open books pretty open Mm -hmm. also gearing up for a winter in the desert if anyone you know we always invite people at this stage of the talk (laughs) to come forward to to come (laughs) forward aka come out and meet us and camp with us and live with us and uh i'm just gonna say if you are interested in that Start planning to be in the desert. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because you, yeah, just start, just prep for that. 
Yes, we'll make you desert lovers. But there's Every plenty single one. of opportunity for that to happen. Yeah. And desert is awesome. <laughs> well, we will see you all next time. Peace out.